contemplating what to share. I started last week about different type of people that came in contact with Jesus. There were some Jesus himself went there and I have to literally help them to receive their healing. Especially the one by the by the pool. And most of us are like those people. We don't care about anything, but God is still calling us. He said, I have no man. There are no man syndrome. And because there's no man, they will not take any decision in life. But Jesus still went to them and said, you don't have to lie down where you are. Even though you have no man by the nature of man, he loves himself more than anybody. So he won't come to you. So you yourself take up your mat, rise up, and walk. And wherever you are, if you are also in that position, I have no man, I am telling you, no man thinks about you more than himself. No government thinks about you more than himself. Don't wait for some government to make your fortune great. Take your life into your hand. Rise up and walk. There are some that came to him and it looked like Jesus wanted to ignore them. That is life. Came with a situation crying to him and Jesus told him heard that she was a dog. <laughs> Called her that you don't give children's food to dogs. Things that should offend you. But the faith of that person is not around the circumstances. He has a faith in Jesus that no matter what it is Jesus there is something I see Beyond me being a dog, I still see a right of a dog. That the dog right is that when the crumb falls down, it can take it. So you also have some kind of right that when it falls down, you can also take and eat. There are others, like I said, I was going the woman with the issue of blood. I will just read something about her. And we would, the woman with the issue of blood, she really 
went to Jesus. That is Luke chapter 8, from 48 to 47. Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood on physicians, that is doctors, and could not be healed by any. So this disease have lingered with her for 12 years. Came from behind and touched the border of the garment and immediately her flow of blood stopped. And she said, and Jesus said, who touched me? When all the nine did, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitude throng and press you, and you say, who touched me? Thinking that Jesus is not right in his mind, that there is something wrong with you in the midst of a crowd, everybody pushing you, then you turn and ask, who touched me? How can we know who touched you? So in a nice way, you can't insult an elder, but he is telling you uh, this question you are asking. Uh, excuse me, Sebi Sebi. Uh, 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 Sebi Sebi. That's what Peter was saying. Uh, there was a lot of people around. So how do you say uh, somebody push you? So, but Jesus said, somebody touch me. Jesus insisted that Peter, you think there are many people around me, but there's someone who touched me specially. A touch which is not only a physical touch, but a touch of faith. He was asking of someone who touched him by faith, but Peter was also looking at people who touch him physically. There are physical areas and there are spiritual things. Faith is very, very important. The fact should not be ignored. There are facts and there are faith. Fact versus faith. The fact is that people were around him. But faith is that some is only one particular person that touched him. All the people around him didn't touch him. But the real Jesus was touched by a real faith. And today, you can also touch him by faith. Sometimes we are faced with the fact. But some people say, oh, Let's ignore the fact. That's not what the Bible says. He said, Abraham realized that he was old. The fact was that Abraham was old. He did not deny that he wasn't old. The fact is that you may be sick. Don't deny that there is sickness on your life. But you don't look at the sickness. He looked at the one that healed. That is what we should do. The woman saw her condition. He saw the hindrances. You know, there were a lot of hindrances that hindered this woman. woman. There are roadblocks. 
when Jesus enter into town, a lot of people will come around. And that is what Peter said. This is a crowd. Great crowd. We have 70 people. We have 120 of them. We have the 70 he sent. We have the 12. And we have the 3. Who are closer. His bodyguard. His armor bearers. Say, Jesus, look at all these people. How do you say somebody touched you? And Jesus said, somebody touched me. Today, I want you to touch him. In touching Jesus, before you touch him, there may be many barriers, mental barriers, that will try to stop you from touching him. The devil will bring memories of old failures that, oh, last the time you believe God didn't work. So this one too, it won't work. He will not draw your mind to the things that worked for you. He will only draw your mind to maybe wanting that didn't go well. The first roadblock, he met the crowd, and the crowd will always discourage you from touching Jesus. If you want to listen to the crowd, you cannot worship God. But the crowd can't see God. They don't know faith. What they see is the physical things. So if you want to depend on crowd, you will go to a meeting and come back the same. So the crowd will try to stop you. Then the crowd is the outside world. Ah, why are you going to church? At this time of COVID. Meanwhile, they will never tell you why you go to market. They will never tell you why are you taking trotro. They will never ask why are you going to work. They will never ask you why are you going to funerals. They will never ask you why are you going to parties, which is more dangerous. But church where rules and order is, they will try to discourage you. They will ask you, why are you living a life of integrity? Hey, this world, you can't live friendship like that, oh. Friendship means right. <laughs> you cannot walk with integrity. You must learn how to lie, how to deceive, how to maneuver in some ways. You are sitting down saying God will help you. You will not bribe. If you don't bribe, you will never get the contract. You are all quiet. 
But I believe that God knows the way. He created man. If a man put a hindrance on my path, and this is mine, either God will remove the person or change the heart of the person. She went through struggles, first struggle, and the most difficult part is the 120 and the 70. They seem to know Christ. They seem to be Christians. When a Christian is discouraging you, <laughs> the Christians say, oh, we are all Christians, so Come to a party, say you won't drink some small. Even Jesus turned wine. He turned water into wine. You are making yourself you are the most holy person. Oh, you to get some boyfriend and girlfriend. You to your person. He said, hey, that's all what we all do. Sure. Well, I saw for But are you looking at the crown or you're looking at the comfort of your life? Set your eyes on the one that can give you the crown and run with patience and you're going to get it. Indeed, he the seventh day went out, they healed, they prayed, they cast out demons, but they can still be a hindrance. Then the twelfth, those who are closer to Jesus, don't let them stop you. See, Christianity is a personal relationship between a person and Christ. Not a people and Christ, but a person and Christ. So at a point, your faith will stand alone. And when it comes to that, stand on your conviction, not on the conviction of other people. I told you when I was sick some time ago I think they brought a pastor to come and advise me to come and prepare you to die but there was a faith within me which I knew this sickness is not unto death when the pastor spoke, he spoke, when he started I knew where he was going, because he was talking about heaven, how heaven is sweet, how uh, David's uh, child died, I wasn't dead yet, but uh, he's, he's still talking uh, how young men can somebody can die 15, somebody can die 20, somebody can die this and, and I looked at the old man, 50 something, I said, you are 50 heaven is nice like that, you are still alive
I said, if you cannot encourage me, I had a word from God. When you have a particular word, hold on to that word. It is that word. Two people can have a word. One says, you are going home to the Father. Don't let anybody convince you to stay on earth here. The other person can have the same word from the Lord and say that you haven't finished your work. Don't let anybody try to push you first to that place. Depending on what God is telling the individual, that is why we need to have a personal relationship, a personal touch with Christ. Finally, my favorite scripture, Romans 4, 17, and Romans 4, 17, it says that as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him. In the presence of him, I love that. Whom he believed, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were. Continue. Who, contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken, so shall your descendant be. Continue on the next, the, the last one. And not being weak in faith. Tell somebody, don't be weak in faith. If you want, don't want to be weak in faith, there is something you must do. It follows. He did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old. If you consider only the facts, your faith will drain down. If you consider what you see only, look, your faith will go down. The fact was that he did not ignore the things that I was not old. He was old, but he did not consider that look, even though this body is old, the one that created this body has power to give strength for it to be productive. Yes, you may not consider when you look at all the people who acted in faith, this is how they behaved. The woman with the issue of blood did not consider the crowd because if she had considered the crowd, she wouldn't have made a move. The Syrophoenician woman did not consider whatever anybody would tell, but she considered certain things. Look at through. The blind, blind Bartimaeus did not consider the ways of the people who said that, shut up. You blind man. He said, I don't care. There's one person I'm looking for. Even though I am blind, I'm looking for Christ. I can't see him. 
You see, it could have discouraged him because the first person that passed, he thought it was Jesus. Because he couldn't see. He said, son of David, have mercy on me. <laughs> the guy said, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not the son of David. Shut up. You are making noise. The second person passed. The third person passed. The fourth person passed. He did not consider all those things. He pursued until he came face to face with Christ. Today, no matter what you're going through, what you're going through, I am not saying that it's not happening to you. It's really happening to you. But don't consider it. If you consider it, it won't change. It's still the same. Oh, I don't have a husband. I've prayed that no man is coming. Don't consider that. With your cry, some, some people even can pass that. I won't go to church again. Say, if you don't go to church, we'll get a husband. That won't change the situation. Don't consider it. Consider Christ. Consider Jesus. Consider God. Consider his power that he can change your condition. And today, time is gone. But as you get home, live here with that. You are not going to consider opposition in your life. Things that oppose you, they are not for your consideration. Turn your eyes to things that can help you. They are the one you must consider in life. If you do that, your faith will grow from strength to strength, from grace to grace, and from glory to glory. Amen and amen. We have come.